the dawn of civilization. Primitive, dangerous, exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs the most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, this is James from Cave Dweller Music. Thanks for tuning in today. It's me and my co-host Brendan, and today we have Siobhan from All Thick with us. Thanks for joining us on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. Hello. <laughs> no, no problem. Happy to have you on. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about your band and, and what you do in it? Yes, um, my band's called All Thick. We're from Albuquerque, New Mexico. We started playing in 2019, so we survived COVID. And yeah. I do vocals. I do vocals in it, and I write um, the lyrics as well. Awesome. Yes. And, and where does the the name come from and the concept behind that? Um, well, I'm thick, so <laughs> I think those. So and um, I'm from New Mexico, so we have a saying that things are like all sick here. So we're like we're all thick, and it's T H I C C because of course you have to spell it like that <laughs> with two C's. <laughs> and so punk. Is this like uh, your first band, like punk band, or you've been playing in other ones before this? Or this is not my first band. I've been. Um, it is a punk band. I've played in some punk ska bands. We call them skank bands and different things like that. This is not my first band. I've been in a few other bands. I've been. Let me think. I am thirty four, and I've been playing music since high school. And I wish I was talented enough to play actual instruments, but I just do vocals. So this is not my first band. I've had a couple other bands. But I've always been the front person in all of them. So I love oh, yeah. it. I love playing in a band. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, you got good energy, you know. Uh, it's, yeah. it's awesome. You Thank know, you. It's fast. You got the punches, you know. Yeah, I like I like being on stage. I like screaming. <laughs> so <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, it's fun. And like you said, you've been in a couple other bands, you did some different stuff before. Like, how does this what bands like energy and stuff kind of compare to the others? Is this the most fun you've had with a band or the other ones kind of different? I would say this is the most fun. I vibe with my bandmates pretty well. We get along really well. Um, I have played, gosh, um, I used to play in a band called Ugly Girl, and that's actually what our um all thicks first EP is na- is named after because most of the bandmates were from that band and that was kind of more like a ska band like a ska punk band but i've played i mean it's yeah it's just this this band is i definitely i don't know i definitely like this band probably one of my favorites me and my husband used to play in a band together um called we are the revenants and we have music that we've never put out and we need to put out the music but obviously i like the distillers <laughs> to have a band called that um but yeah, it's been it's it's um it's a lot of fun. I definitely feel like the older I get, probably the more angrier I get with my lyrics um, and different yeah. different mindset as well. Like just, you know, when I was younger, a lot of my lyrics were about, you know, a lot of them being poor and shit like that. Um, I hope it's OK if I cuss. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's yeah, okay. yeah. I, like, no I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but and and I feel like the older I get, the more pissed off I get. And which granted, which things are happening in the world makes you pretty damn angry, especially when you, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so I think it comes out a lot in my lyrics. <laughs> and then there's like silly, funny lyrics and just like my life's my life happenings <laughs> and being 34 compared to like when I was in my early 20s. It's quite different than what I used to play. I mean, that's that's like one of the things that makes good punk music, in my opinion, is the blend between like the, the sort of lighthearted delivery and then also the meaning behind it and the actual frustration and 
anger with what's happening in society. So you guys nailed it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you said uh, you haven't really toured outside of uh, New Mexico yet? No, we have not toured. So we are working on our full-length album. We want to get some vinyl press. It's recorded. It needs to be mastered. Um, Andrew Godfrey is an amazing recording. Um, He recorded it for us, and he's going to master it for us. And he's here locally in New Mexico, so he's, he's recorded tons of bands here. So he's great. He's um, they're done. Like I said, it's done being recording. We we were talking about next year um, touring, doing like these little weekend baby tours, because, of course, we're all adults and most of us have kids and it's hard. Um, my band two of my bandmates are actually married and they have a child together. So That's we're cool. just kind of working on getting and then I have kids. <laughs> Yeah, our schedules and like, you know, work because I own my own business. Um, I'm a hairstylist, actually, and I own a salon out here. And I kind of can. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. (laughs) I can kind of control my schedule, but, you know, not everybody in my band can. So I'm like, let me know. So the plan is and I've like ingrained this in their mind. I'm like, hey, save your PTO because next year we're going to do something. We're going to go on a weekend trip every now and then, especially when we get our album on vinyl. Right. I'd love to go to like California. I mean, New Mexico is kind of far from everything, but we've talked about Colorado, California. And Texas, just kind of little like baby things. Denver's you guys do well scene. on the East Coast with your sound, you know. I think you do do pretty well. Yes, that would be. And we have a really good fan in Alaska. <laughs> it's funny. I get all the updates, and I'm like, "Damn, Alaska! Like somebody's really digging us. There are a couple of people out there are really digging us in Anchorage. So it's. I think yeah, That's I would awesome. love to go to the East Coast as well. Um, one day. <laughs> it's one day. I think you guys would do well in uh, Denver as well, to be honest. There's like a huge music scene there and people there love punk and metal. So that would be a great spot for you. Yeah, there's a couple of venues that I've uh, been, gosh, it's been a while since I've been to Denver, but I know I have a couple on my Facebook that I always see people posting about it. Uh, you know, even Arizona too. I know there's a couple, I totally skipped Arizona, but to the, like just something's kind of closer, but yeah, I would love to tour. I've done like baby tours before. I've toured El Paso and, I did like Denver and Colorado Springs in my other band. We are the revenants. And mm-hmm. but no, that was, I had another band called domestic violence. Worst band name ever. thought it was the coolest thing in your early twenties. I'm like, yeah, it's a female fronted band. This is great. Domestic violence. That's one of the worst things in New Mexico is domestic violence. So no. we're like, this is such a great idea. Um, now that I'm older, I'm like, God damn, that was stupid, but that's okay. <laughs> so I was in a band called that. And we did like little mini tours too. So yeah, I would love to do that though. One day next year <laughs> yeah if you ever make it down to san diego there's a ton of like small like diy venues down here and stuff so a lot of really cool little bars and uh like sort of hole in the wall punk places which is yeah it's a great spot here yes i would love i would love to do that hopefully like i said i told everybody multiple times and hopefully it'll happen next year and hopefully because it's really expensive making vinyl <laughs> too yes and um <laughs> hopefully i can have because i keep talking we're gonna I, you know the plan originally was to have the record out this um the summer but then it just everything kind of added up and so it got pushed and so we're like okay next summer next summer it's coming out but we do have our ep out um with four songs on it that is called ugly girl and it's streaming on everything and that's been a lot of fun releasing that that's the one that uh so that's the one that has it's dead song frames fyu and ugly girl right are the the four yep. singles yep those are yep and it was i think it actually i think in october 
it was released a year ago. So um, my sister did the artwork for the cover. It's like a little ugly unicorn thing. Um, <laughs> and then we put it out on CD Baby and we don't have anything physical yet. I might make some physical copies of like CDs. I don't know if people even use CDs anymore, but I was oh, thinking yeah. about it. And <laughs> that, yeah, that's what we have. That's the one we have out right now. And the FYU, it's funny because my clients are always like, oh, you play in a band? I'm like, yeah, I cuss a lot. Heads up. And they're like, oh, OK, yeah. And, oh. Oh, you know, the album starts with FYU, which is short for fuck you up. And they're very <laughs> surprised by that one. <laughs> I was uh, listening to I uh, picked my son up from school. He's seven in second grade. And um, I, I put on um I was listening to, you have your uh, stuff on title. So I, I popped it on there. super easy to stream. And I was like, all right, let's. And um, Logan's like, is fuck a bad word to say? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, it, it is. And, I'm sorry. And I, I was like, he was like, she says it a lot. Can, oh can, we, um, can we, can we listen to Halloween music? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, man. Let me let me change it at a stop sign or something real quick. And um, <laughs> that that's hilarious. It's so funny that you say that because I my I also have a seven year old son, and it he I, I always bring I bring my kids to my shows like when it's all ages especially. So I have, yeah. I have a sixteen year old, um, a fifteen year old, and my seven year old, and nice. my son's like I'm like oh did you like it? What's your favorite songs? And he's like well I like Ugly Girl. And I like the one where you say all the bad words. I'm all, okay, well, <laughs> which one is that? But it's the first to fuck you up one. And then yeah. my, I brought my niece and nephew one time to a show. And they're like, and they're um, five and nine. And they're like, Auntie, you say the F word a lot. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I do, which is like, I do regularly. So, but maybe just, maybe not that many times in a row. <laughs> But, oh, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, I love that song because the lyrics are very easy and we usually have people sing along with us, which is super cool to be in a band where people know, even if the lyric is I'll fuck you up. It's really cool to have people sing along with you. I love it because like it's like we yeah. don't have to sing. We just let the crowd sing. So it's so fun. I love when people do that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, it's definitely fun. Like today, I bumped into someone today at work and they're like, what's up? And I'm like, I'll fuck you up, you know, and they're like, what? And I, I just started laughing. I was like, you wouldn't get it, man. Like, don't worry. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we always open our set with that just because I think it's very startling um, to people like to open the set. It's a good tone setter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It definitely sets the tone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I actually wrote that song because um, it's like all the shitty things men say to women. So like a lot of the lyrics are like, oh, you'd be, you know, like cuter if you were skinny and like just different things like that. And and so it's like a woman's or person's version of telling when people tell you shitty things like, well, I'll fuck you up. Like, you want to say that to me? I'll fuck you up, you know? So right. <laughs> like, so it's like just and it's funny because a lot of the lyrics that are like in there for the verses are legit shit people have said to people that are like really shitty like it's just it's so frustrating to, to hear that i'm like hey on facebook folks ho, ho, like tell me some of the shitty things that people have said to you and i just got like a, a crazy amount of things and i was like cool okay you look better if you yeah. like don't give me attitude missy i'm like cool yep we got it so 
some like a lot of it's for me too because shitty, shitty things people have told me again and it goes back to being pissed off and writing shit i mean i don't just write shit when i'm pissed off i write shit to deal with a lot of uh different emotions and stuff like the dead song is about dead ex-boyfriends that i've had that's passed away i've had a few um which sucks but it's like you know it's like a way of getting grieving and getting your emotions out in a yeah, very catchy release. way <laughs> yeah like very catchy and dancey song but it's like uh, telling stories you know yeah and it uh seems like it's also like kind of honoring them in a bit you know yes yeah yes so i know it's it's really interesting it's very interesting to write songs um to deal with grief and different things like that like i said anger and grief and yeah um, you know so i i really I like it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people will do it, but it sounds like a folk song or like, like you know, sad R&B thing or something. You know what I mean? But like you yeah. did a punk song about it. Like, right. Be hardcore punk about it. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Yep. Fuck, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have this joke because I am always I like I'm always like this is loosely based on a true story. And so we're like, we should call our album that like, you know, loosely based on a true story because it's I always say that because they are like almost every single one of our songs is like loosely based on a true story. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's awesome. <laughs> how did, uh, how did you guys actually come to be a band? Like how did you guys form? So um, my guitarist, well, it's funny. It goes back to the original band, ugly girl. So mm-hmm. it's like on the good old days of Craigslist. So my now guitarist, Scotty, um, he, I was looking for a band and this is like way before COVID and me and my husband had a band together. We are the Revenants, but it, I had a baby. So it was hard to do band practice with both of us gone because we had a baby now, you know? So it was easier with like one at a time because my husband plays in a band called 12 Step Rebels. And so, and he's been in his band for like 22 years. So wow. they are actually touring in California. That's, it's fun. They're like psychobilly. Um, but we couldn't do two, th- we could do two separate bands, but not one at the same time. So I met Scotty. And he was a drummer, or he drums as well. And we, he's drum, he drummed in my band, Ugly Girl. And then we had a guitarist, and we were looking for a bassist. And it was like the hardest thing to do is find a damn bassist. And I'm like, where? Went through all these basses. It was weird. And then he goes, Oh, by the way, my wife plays bass. And we're like, Why didn't you say that to begin with? And she's a badass. <laughs> Why like, no. <laughs> I know. We're like, What? So Rian, her name's Rianne. Rianne's absolutely amazing. She's a badass bassist. Oh, she's so good at what she does. I think a lot of our songs are very bass heavy. You can tell. Um, oh, yeah. And, that's, and so we had Ugly Girl. And then when Ugly Girl broke up, me and Rianne just clicked so well. And I was like, I love playing in a band with her. She gets me. She knows how I write. I know how she writes. We can feed off each other. And Scotty was like, oh, well, I want to play. And at first, me and Rianne tried to do an all-female band. And that failed miserably. And then so Scotty was like, well, I'll jump on guitar and we'll find a drummer. And I think it was we were going to try out a couple of drummers and got like no called, no show. And I'm like, typical musicians, right? It's like we're like, hey, come try out for our band. And um, then Kara is our drummer and she hit up Rianne. I think it was on Facebook or something like that. And so then we got all together and it just clicked. I think this is Kara's first punk band. Um because she used to play a lot of, and she still plays a lot of rockabilly, but she, um, and she also plays bass. So she's also very talented, but um, the, so we ended up just getting it together. And I'm like, I write my own lyrics. I do my own, like, you know, my, my singing and it just worked out perfect. 
So it was, and that was like, and like I said, we started playing in 2019 and it's, it's like, actually it's like, we, we always make a joke that we started COVID because it was like the week before <laughs> we were supposed to play a bunch of shows. Like we had this little like mini local tour happening and like our shows got canceled because COVID happened. So, ah, um, but we survived COVID, you know, like we got through it together and we didn't practice for a really long time. And then we ended up trying to practice with masks on in a garage, which is really difficult when you're a singer. And then I have like a little shower curtain. I would <laughs> practice it like behind a shower curtain, but we stayed together and we did really well. So it, it's great. I love it. But that's how we all met. Sorry, I go on tangents sometimes. No, that's fine. That's why we have the podcast so people yeah. can talk. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, uh, what about admins actually wanted us to ask you? Uh, this is Yari, the guy that you spoke to on uh, Instagram that actually proposed the podcast. Cool. Um, he wanted me to ask you, uh, how did the, um, I think it was called Yeet the Teats? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> how did that go? It went great. It was so awesome. So my guitarist and bassist, Scott and Rian's kiddo, Che, he is getting top surgery. It is scheduled for December. We're so excited. Um, we fuck insurance, first of all. It's sort of that insurance can, can go fuck itself. So we are doing benefit shows, fundraisers. We have a GoFundMe going on right now for his top surgery. And we set up an all-ages benefit show that had some raffles. So we raffled off a guitar, some music lessons from School of Rock, a guitar from Sevi. He plays in a local band called Subtle Knife here. Um, and and merch. And like we played with a bunch of cool bands, Smoking Dolls. Um, I always say this band name wrong. I think it's, well, I always say like Royal Drug or Drug Royale, but then I say it wrong. So I have to go look it up. Hold on. Royal <laughs> Drug. I'm like, Royal Drug. Because I'm always like, Drug Royale. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And we played with, so it was us, Loaded Hippies, Royal Drug, and Smoking Dolls at La Chancla, which is a cool DIY venue out here. Um, we have a couple of really cool all-ages venues out here, but um, it went really well. We raised over $1,000. Um, awesome. We have a GoFundMe going, and I'm doing a raffle to do hair. Like, I do a lot of bright, vivid rainbow hair. And yeah. so I'm raffling off some of my services. And then we're having one more raffle show at Launchpad here on November 25th. And it's like Yeet the Teats Part 2. But awesome. um, yes, we have three artists, um, Jelly, Libby, and Norm. Their tattoo artist is here. And they are donating some tattoo time. And we had um, Snailmate nice. donate some merch. It's been awesome. People are super, our community is super, super supportive. Um, we're like super happy that people are willing to donate their time and money to help with, you know, eating the teats. <laughs> so, but it went really well. It went really, really well. So everybody's really excited. We have a really good scene here and supportive scene, which is, um, which is why we love playing all Asia shows too. Um, the one in November's 21 over just cause it's a little bit easier to do that at Launchpad and cause raffling tattoos kind of gets wonky if it's like underage kids, you know? So yeah, we're like, <laughs> no, we'll just do older, but yeah, it went really, really well. It was super successful. Um, it was awesome. It was a great turnout. So who came, uh, who came up with the the name? Like that's, that's it's brilliant. <laughs> it's so funny because um, I was on Facebook and I'm like, I need an idea. We were trying to figure out like a surgery, like a, a funny name idea. And I'm in a Facebook group called uh, Mama Dragons. 
And it's Mm -hmm. like for parents that, um, you know, support their queer kids and, or queer themselves and support their queer kids. And I was like, I need a good idea for this benefit show. Like somebody give me good ideas, you know, cause it's a sensitive subject as well. You know, it's like surgery is pretty hardcore and scary. And, you know, it's like you, you're, you're going through this cause you don't feel, you want to feel more comfortable in your body. So I'm like, I want to be sensitive, but I want it to be catchy. So people be like, what the fuck is that? And it was one of the moms in the group that was like, what about you petites? And we're like, okay, that's perfect. <laughs> Which is so funny. So because my husband is a high school teacher and he's never heard of the word yeet. And I was like, oh, really? know, get rid of it. And he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, like you, you go, you throw it. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm surprised that he hasn't heard that if he's a, I know, a high school I know. teacher. He's been teaching high school for like 13 years. So I'm like, I don't know how you didn't know that. But yeah, that's so that's so that's it was super great. Very successful. So super grateful for everybody that came and supported us and supported Che. So it's awesome. We're excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And surgery is coming up. We have surgery day in December. It's funny. Every, I talk about him like he's everybody's like, oh, it's Siobhan's kid. I'm like, no, it's not my kid. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like because I feel like I I do a lot of like I, I do a lot of the social media and all that. And I'm like, oh, by the way, like, uh, che. and everybody's like, oh, it's Siobhan's kid. I'm like, it's not my kid. It's my guitarist. Yeah. And kid. So, yeah. <laughs> I said kid. He's oh. like almost 20. But, you know, it's still your child. <laughs> child, <laughs> your baby forever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask as well, musically, who are you inspired by? Like what, what bands like got you into punk and helped you develop your own sound and style? Um, yeah, I love the distillers. My daughter's name is Brody. So, mm-hmm. like, so um, distillers was one of the first bands. I actually saw them. I, I heard about them on give them the boot. And then I saw <laughs> them play with garbage and no doubt and i'm pretty sure i was the only one that knew who the distillers were in the whole like arena i was like yeah um but i love 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 the distillers um i really i'm i don't i don't know if i i guess i'm kind of inspired by i mean circle jerks that's one of my favorites um gosh i don't even know what else i don't know who because I can't figure out, like, it's always hard for me to, like, describe my band. I had somebody describe it as, like, hardcore and, like, Riot Girl, um, which is so funny because I'm a terrible Riot Girl because I do not like Bikini Kill. <laughs> like, I'm so, my kids love Bikini Kill and I just, I cannot get into them. Um, but it's, like, funny that we get like, described as that. And, um, like, I don't, I don't know who else. I don't think we really sound like anybody else, which is kind of hard. I just have mm-hmm. like a lot of bands I like that, and I don't try to emulate anybody. I just kind of well, do my uh, own thing. What? Who do you like? Uh, Luna Chicks. I love the Luna Chicks. I like Circle Jerks. Bad Brains is amazing. Before he went yes. a little cray cray. Um, I'm trying to think who else I listen to. Um, uh, Against Me. I love Against Me. I don't. Gosh, I like so many. I don't know. I like a lot of bands, and then it's like, then I like listen to Peaches. And be like, okay, if Peaches can talk like that, I can talk like that. You know? it's like, <laughs> okay, it's not that bad. There's some things I feel like um, we have one song called Thick, and it's about whiskey dick. And I feel like the <laughs> old, I have two, my teens, my teens are girls. And, you know, my oldest was like, mom, every time I see you, I understand more and more what you say. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> like, God, yeah. <laughs> like, now they know what the fuck I'm saying about stuff. Um yeah, I, I like Mommy Long Legs. That's another one I really like. That's kind of um, 
they're older. They're not even around. Destroy Boys is like a newer band. I really like. They kind of blew up really crazy. Witch Hunt's awesome. <sighs> I love Anti-Flag. Just different things like that. I, I mean, I'm definitely inspired by a lot of those bands, mm -hmm. but I don't I don't think I try to emulate anybody. I think I just try to do my own thing because I don't know how to emulate people either. You know, I just kind of <laughs> do my thing. Um, Brendan, did you want to ask any of your famous questions? Oh, um, <laughs> I guess if uh, James and I were to come out to Albuquerque, where are we going to go eat? Oh, they have, of course, you get New Mexican food, right? The green chili. Gosh, there is like El Pinto's really good. Monroe's, Sadie's, all the New Mexico food. That's whenever anybody comes out here, that's what they want. There's this delicious, I don't eat meat, but there's this delicious place called Fantang and they have the best tofu, but it's not New Mexican. It's like Asian. It's delicious. So I would, you would go there. <laughs> I would tell you to go there. Nice. And then um, do you have, uh, is there any like cool craft breweries and things around that don't make it out this way? There, there are so many breweries out here. It's insane. <laughs> there are so many. Um like marbles really popular out here um there's the tractor there's so many breweries out here i'm surprised of how many breweries oh there is this one place and i'm totally biased because i do her hair the owner's hair but yeah. it's called happy accidents and it's absolutely amazing it's like a cocktail like they have like it's a cocktail bar but it's like on draft if that makes sense i don't know it's hard to explain yeah <laughs> but they have like a wall of cocktails there's like no other thing out here like it and she opened up Gosh, I think like a maybe two years ago, maybe almost, maybe I think a little bit less than two years ago. And it's like, it's amazing. And she's won awards wow. and yeah. she's on a new Netflix show called Drink Masters. So I'm, watch I'm watching that at the moment. She's oh uh, is she the judge or is she a contestant? She's a contestant, Kate. She's the one with like the purple pink hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I four, I'm like three episodes into that. That's awesome. That's, that's oh, the sure. character. <laughs> Brandon, you should watch that. It's really good. Hell yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah that just like, came out. Like, and it's so that's that's a cool ass bar. That's a really and she is very DIY and did all the stuff on the inside and she like made it herself and did the floors and everything. But that's an amazing one. I'm on the phone. Sorry, my son's coming in. No problem. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> we uh we had one of these once when Brendan's son came in and uh gave us an <laughs> yeah. entire an entire rundown of an Octonauts episode. Yep. <laughs> he was super excited about it. He's like, there's a whole movie. And then this happened and it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh You're my like, God. Okay. Yeah. We, and we we didn't edit it out. We're like, that has to stay in. So it's right. yeah. in, in the episode. I was like, oh man, let's just let him go, right? And yeah. Then, yeah. May was like, yeah, let's just, just, just let him go. Keep it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine's probably like, what are you doing up there? And I'm like, I'm busy. I told you what I was doing. He's probably bored downstairs. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> yeah. home. Like he has his sisters and my husband's downstairs. So I'm like, everybody's there. But So this is your first time doing like a, a podcast style interview type thing before? Yes. Um, it's we We were supposed to be interviewed a while ago. Not on a podcast. I don't know. It was for like a film and not even a film. That's probably dramatic. I don't know what it was for. And then we <laughs> forgot about it. Well, the battery ran out on the camera <laughs> as we were like recording and he was like, okay, I'll get back to you. And then literally I was telling my bandmates, oh, by the way, I'm going to be on a podcast today. And they were like, oh, what podcast? And I sent it to them. 
And they're like, what about that one guy that was supposed to interview us? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we should do that. We should still do that. Yeah. So um, like I said, I, I'm the one that kind of runs the social media. So it's like when okay. you usually talk to all thick, it's usually me. Um, sometimes the bandmates will like pop in every now and then. But it's usually I run. I'm so used to using like running social media. I run a lot like my business, my own personal bands and stuff. So I'm kind of. Yeah, that's what I, just, I do. I don't mind doing it. I just like doing it. And I post shit. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll I'll be. Oh sorry. Oh no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I'll um be like checking uh Facebook messages or something, and then um or like the alerts that I get will be for Cave Dweller Music and for myself. And then if <laughs> I click on it, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, oh uh, now I'm in now I'm in deep, you know, and I'm like start answering and talking to people that James have conversations going on with. And I'm just like, I have to clarify like, Hey, by the way, this is Brendan, not James, you know? Right. There's been like a couple times I wanted to like joke around and be like deals off, whatever. And then just like, (laughs) (laughs) it would make no sense. You're like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I think sometimes my bandmates will use like Facebook, but usually it's just me doing it. So. I try I, to uh, answer, I try to comment back. I love when people comment. It's so stupid, but I'm like, I like when people acknowledge my comments. Like if I comment on anything on Instagram or Facebook or like send me an emoji or comment back. So I try to do that with every single person that comments on our Facebook and Instagram. Cause I'm like, I love that shit. I want people to do yeah. that to me. So I'll do it to you. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's such a simple thing to do, but it makes a massive difference. Like, Oh, it does. I, I, I work in social media. I'm a, I'm a social media content coordinator. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I run like 22 different social accounts, which is insane. Um, that's, yeah. <laughs> but I get paid to do it. So it's not for fun. Oh, that's um, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's including like the cave dweller stuff. And then I run like another other stuff on the side. But I, yeah, I always tell people like you makes a huge difference. Like just taking a second out of your day as a band or like a record label or something and just commenting on people's comments and replying or, or like liking them yeah. or like if you're a band and someone reviews your album like share it and say thank you it's like it's such a simple thing to do but it goes a really long way totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah we had somebody um do like a little review he does like these little tiktok videos and just kind of puts in like unheard bands and he put us in there and it was so nice i was like oh, oh I yeah. love this shit. <laughs> it's like yes i'll share this it's so cute <laughs> Yeah, it always surprised me because like sometimes, most of the time people are like will comment yeah. on our review unless they're like a really big band or something and obviously we don't expect them to, but like yeah. most of the time people will say thank you or like share it, but you get sometimes mm-hmm. people like they don't. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that because we gave you a lot of praise. Right. I think you would want to share that and be like, look, these, this website likes us. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, that's why even big bands should like your comment at least. I'm like, right just you pay somebody to put a heart next to it come on yeah like, right i'm yeah. Like, was, so petty uh, about that shit i'm all you better like it <laughs> acknowledge that oh <laughs> yeah as i say uh Redbeard wall is like the best at that he's a dude I from, I tech, with from them. texas i feel like i i played with them um we played with them a couple of months gosh i can't remember but we've played with them before super he's so nice super nice he's guy nicest dude yeah we, we love him yeah, we played with him at Launchpad, but I do not remember when. Oh, yeah, when it was. I, um, yeah, he, he's actually been on the podcast as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then um, and it was uh, I did an Instagram live feed of a band called uh, Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol. 
That is and, quite a name. <laughs> yeah, they're from Texas. And nice. um, awesome, good stuff. I, I highly recommend checking out their album. And anyways, um, when I was doing it, um, Aaron was just like, my Texas brothers, like, yeah, you know, and like joined in the crew and then like gave us an all hails, you know, it's awesome. Like, but, like him, if you comment on anything that he posts, he will reply and like, thank you and say he appreciates you and stuff. And like, oh if yeah, you do, if you do anything for him, we'll send him a message about anything. He'll, he'll reply instantly and he'll thank you. And like, I, I can't remember what we did. I think I reviewed his album. And he sent me like a 30 second video thanking me personally for like the review and stuff, which was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so nice. That is so fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I can't remember when we played with them, but I'm a hundred percent sure we played. Like, I can't remember what show it was, but we have definitely played with them at Launchpad before. Yeah, That's awesome. It's fun so mm-hmm. yeah, how like, it's like small. It's like small, like usually Albuquerque's like everybody knows everybody, but it's funny how it like gets on the outskirts too, that you know the same person too. It's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on that topic, have you ever heard of a record label in, in Albuquerque called Desert Records? No, I haven't. Do you know who's okay. on it? A lot of people, including Redbeard Wall. Um, but it's it's Brad Fry uh, owns it, and he's in a band called uh, Red Mesa, which is based in Albuquerque, which you may have heard of, maybe? Yep, I know, because um, I know Roman from there. Okay. So I've mi- yeah. I might have like met him before, but I don't know... Because I know Roman. I know Roman, who Roman is. But I don't know if I know... You said Brian? I'm not sure if I know Brian. Oh, it's... Uh, sorry, Brad. Brad. Okay, yeah. 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 I bet if I saw him, I'd be like, yeah, I know him. Because, again, it's Albuquerque and everybody knows right. everything. But yeah. I'm pretty sure okay. Red Mesa is more like metal. Is it more towards metal? Yeah, they're like yeah. hard rock mm-hmm. slash stoner metal type stuff. Like, uh, yeah. I'd say like stoner hardcore, like positive desert, core. Desert rock. Yeah, they're cool. lost. They're lost. They're, they're great. Like... We were really tight with Brad and his label. Um, they've been really good partners for like we always cover their stuff and they always send us stuff. So yeah, those guys rule. Uh, that is Worms, awesome. Uh, they're uh, like some good like doom. They're pretty popular in that. I yeah, that I think album. they just played. Didn't they just all play that big show in Taos? I want to. Yeah, say that one a- called uh, Monolith on the Mesa is the big, yeah the big yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, they they helped organize that actually. His his record label, they wanted the uh, promoters of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I think I hate God played there, they and did. I hear it's really yeah. big. I've never been. I've been to Taos, but I've never been to that festival. Well, and I, I, I think that go. was the first. <laughs> I think this was the first one. Um, the the original one. So, but they're doing it again next year. Nice, nice. And the ticket yeah. the ticket prices are super reasonable. Uh, we're we're going to be there. We're going for for next year's one. So, oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah we, I I yeah. need to I need to go. So it's funny. Like, I had a guy from Taos hit us up and wanted us to play out there. And I'm like, is there any venues? And there's a brewery out there. And he's like, I got a living room. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, I'd love to play Taos. We would love to play Taos, but we just haven't gone out there yet. <laughs> so, um, outside of of music, what are the like? Do you have any other hobbies and interests? Well, I do hair. I'm sure. You, <laughs> like, I'm like, I sure you're that. So. Yeah, I do. Um, I own my own salon called Peachy Keen. It's me and my business partner. So I do hair. Huh. Let me think. Awesome. What else? So I like to go to the gym. <laughs> I know it's mm-hmm. weird, but I'm like, I really like the gym. I've been doing the gym a lot. Um, I like tattoos and piercings. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like like me time. Um, and I'm, I feel like I like to make things like I do an oddities fair, but I can't do it like all the time because it's stressful. But I make like 
bone jewelry and stuff, but I only sell it at the oddities fair that travels. So twice a year. So I just got back in September. I came back from Salt Lake city because they had one out there. My sister lives out there and we went and sold some jewelry. Um, other than that, no (laughs) children. That's it. That's my hobbies. (laughs) Have you, um, have you ever heard of oddities flea market? Yeah. Is that the one that Michelle and Tony do? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the really big one, right? I didn't know it yes. travel. I, I thought it was just in New York and LA. I didn't know it actually went to uh, other locations as well. Oh, it goes it goes everywhere. Like they do oh, one in cool. San Diego. They would do one here, Tulsa. They're originally um, Tony and Michelle. Originally, I think they're from Oklahoma, and so okay. they have one in Tulsa, Denver. It's everywhere, like all year long. So yeah, that's so cool. I didn't know that because um, I went to the LA one last year, and it was a really it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, they. I think they had. I think this year was their first one having one in San Diego. But I think they're gonna have one in San Diego next year. But I can't remember because they just announced all the. Ci- I mean, there's probably like 50 cities they go to. It's crazy. It's cool. That's so cool. But I only do like two shows. I do Albuquerque and Salt Lake City. That's it. I can't do. Can't do the rest. I'm like that's too much. <laughs> I don't do it for like to make money. I do it to like for fun and to go visit my sister in Salt Lake. It's <laughs> pretty much all I do that for. Okay, yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's um, it was curated by Ryan Khan. Is that is that who you mentioned? Um, I know Michelle and Tony, but I'm Tony, sure. Okay, maybe there's uh, because they said they they organize events throughout the U.S., so maybe they handled the the other like the show, the, the events and stuff, the individual events. Maybe that's what it is. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, it's the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Is that what you're looking at? No, no. So this is actually a different one, I guess, to the one you're talking oh. about. Oh. Uh, because this one's called the Oddities Flea Market. And from what I know, it's only in LA and New York. Um, and it's like once a year in each. And uh Oh, it's, I see. I it's see. a little different. Yeah. So, so I, I haven't been to the one you're talking about. I need to go to that. Yes, that one, that and that one's like it looks similar to the Oddities Flea Market, but it's the Oddities and Curiosity Expo. And okay. they literally have like like they'll be in San Diego in January. But it has it's like the same the same concept of stuff like it has the same things in it like bones and craft and yep. alternative jewelry yep. and stuff yep yep i that's one thing i do i do like to collect creepy shit so i have like a creepy cabinet when you walk cool. in my house it's like i have like a coyote skull and bobcat skull and i have like a rat skeleton my placenta is in a jar in there <laughs> for my that's, son that's cool <laughs> there you go and just like all kinds of weird shit like pig fetuses i love i love that stuff so i have a i have a collection of that kind of stuff that's awesome yeah i uh i collect my weird collection is i collect uh masks so i have nice. like uh, every place i go that i can find like some sort of traditional mask i buy one so i, I backpack through asia when i was younger and they got one in like all, all over there so i've got this whole wall it's like a feature wall of just like these spooky looking masks and some people are like, man, this is kind of freaky. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> there is like a mask store um, out here that is, um, sorry, my, my, did it beep? Are you guys still there? Okay. It was still there. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was gonna say there's um this mask store here. It's like Mosky Moss and it's off of Central. It's, and that one literally has so much like cool. It's like cool, like Mexican stuff. It's super, super cool. So, so, actually, so if you ever come out here, get go there. <laughs> I've actually been there, and I actually oh, really? bought. I actually, yeah, I bought some masks there. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. Like, there's like there's like three on my wall from that store. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, because it's like literally like down the street. It's like 
from my my salons in that area it's in Nobel. Oh. so it's like my salon's like down there i can like see it from my salon so that's a good okay. store <laughs> yeah i know i know exactly where your salon is and i've been around yeah. that area yeah Nob Hill. yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah awesome um brendan did you have any other questions you want to ask um oh well where since you do so much fun shows uh, where's your where was your favorite show that you played oh that's a oh my gosh i don't even know um now i have to think let me think so we've played gosh we've played with so many like good bands there's not a whole bunch of venues out here there's a few um there's a couple of bars that we can you know we we play launchpad a lot love launchpad moonlight sister bar we've only played once um but we've we love uh one time we played at a skate park that was really fun i don't know if i have a favorite i don't know if i have really i mean i really like to play the all ages music because i or the all ages shows because when i was younger i remember wanting to go to shows and not being able to go in because you know you're wearing 21 and i think it's good to expose the kids to music i just want to like inspire kids to play (laughs) so um, yeah. there's another, there's another local all ages venue called fly honey, um, warehouse and they have an indoor and an outdoor stage. Adam runs it. He's amazing. And that always, we played a huge festival there in, I think in May and it was, um, it was amazing. It was super fun to play. I just, I mean, I like to just, I just like, we like to play, like I said, there's not a ton of places to play. So it's very like, Okay, you got La Chancla, you got Moonlight, you got Launchpad Sisters, Fly Honey. There's not like a ton, a ton of places to play here, but it's a good, like I said, it's a good community. So I don't know if I have like a favorite, favorite place though. Uh Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But there's a lot of good music here and there's a lot of good bands and there's a lot of like younger kids too that are in music that are playing, which like I said, is so amazing. I love that. It makes me so excited. I want my children to play in a band. They're not there yet. I'm like, it'd be so cool. You could play with your mom and dad. And they're like, we don't care. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really good, like younger bands that we just love to play with. Well, that, that was actually a question I was going to ask you was what are some bands that people should check out from Albuquerque that may that they may not have heard of? There is like, we love playing with Subtle Knife. They're amazing. They're our friends. Um, High Watts, they're absolutely amazing. Um loaded hippies they're great i don't know if a lot of these i think a lot of them do have music online um smoking dolls is awesome who else have we played with that is amazing that we like to play with a lot um on our upcoming show in november we're playing with thirst trap and overwhelm and we've never played with them before so that'll be a first time with subtle knife so that'll be really fun to play with them um yeah there's just so many good bands that we've played with that are local it's it's amazing. Like I just I love it. Nice. Um, are you uh, near the hot air ballooning? Yeah. <laughs> Is it we cool just or are you annoyed by it? it? I mean, it's it's <laughs> fine. My dogs hate it. <laughs> it's fucking. Uh, I live out. I live outside of Albuquerque, and so there's a lot of hot air balloons that take off and land where I live because it's just open space. It's desert. Um, yeah. and traffic's so annoying for hot air balloons in the mornings, um, for like a week, but it's fine. <laughs> it was, it was not a good season this year. Cause people travel from literally all over the world. There's like loons from Japan. They travel here just to do it. And the weather was so bad. I think it's 14 days altogether and they do morning and nights. And for eight of those days, they didn't go up. Oh. So 
in the mornings they go up and then at night they do a balloon glow, which is like, they just stay on the ground and just light up, light on fire, you know, like their little things light up. And, um, yeah, the weather was pretty shitty. And then of course, when it ended, it was hot as fuck again. This weather is stupid <laughs> out here. It's very strange, but yeah. yeah, we just did the balloon fiesta. I don't mind it. It's something I go to like once every five years because <laughs> it's so overwhelming and there's so many damn people and it's chaotic. So once every couple of years <laughs> when I go and that was nice. not this year. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. it's funny because like I'm so used to seeing balloons and I have to keep in mind that not everybody sees balloons like that's not a thing in a lot of places. So like I kind of I feel like I definitely take it for granted because I'd be like, oh, there's one at the park. Like literally I saw a balloon today. Like that was landing like probably a hundred feet in back, my backyard's Mesa. So like in the Mesa, I'm like, there's a balloon. My dog yeah. wants to parking. Why? Oh, there's a balloon back there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, fine. it's fine. Uh, it's fine. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. growing up, I lived in a balloon city as well, uh, for a while. So yeah, I, uh, I'm a little bit familiar with what that's like. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it brings in money for the community. Like, you know, th that's good. The restaurants are very fucking busy when there's because there's a ton of tourists that come in. Tons. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. So um, I just avoid I just avoid going to restaurants for that week and doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, go to that restaurant over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't come. Yeah. But it's it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Like I said, it's good for New Mexico. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a small um, balloon fest in Connecticut that happens. Like, there's a cool like aerospace museum around here and whatnot. So, yeah, so, yeah. You guys it's, are like it's not as popular, but uh, every yeah. once in a while, you know, if you're in that area during like that week or whatever they're doing it, you know, it's it's kind of neat to see. But Albuquerque's become like an absolute hotspot for like filming, which is awesome. Um, yes. I love that. Yes. That, um, uh, tons, that tons of filming here. That warehouse is such a cool filming spot. That massive warehouse. Yeah, they're building like a Netflix right now here too. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, there's I, there's cool. so much filming, which is really, again, really good. And I feel like from what I understand, they have to use local people before they cool. fly people out. Like obviously they're going to fly people out like actors and actresses and stuff right. like that. But I think majority of them have to use a lot of local people too so which is good, good because then again that cut like you know has jobs and but i think they're building a netflix right now out here next netflix studio that makes sense because i know that mm -hmm. these days like a lot of stuff is filmed in either um albuquerque or uh atlanta uh, mm -hmm. like the two yep. big filming cities these days everything's yep. filmed in those two stranger um, things three was filmed out here that's really nice. mm -hmm. huh. yep yep there's some of the high school i think it's um I think it's El, El Dorado or Manzano High School that's in there, but like the mountains, I'm like, that's, those are the Sandias. And <laughs> yeah, they in the roller rink is a roller rink here. But yeah, so Stranger Things was filmed out here, which I think it was filmed out here and somewhere else. But a lot of it was filmed in New Mexico, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from New Zealand and we're like a huge filming location as well. So it's like the same when I'm watching movies and shows. I'm like, I know that I've been there. Like you recognize stuff is kind of cool. That's where they film Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Was it New Zealand? Yep. Yep. I would love to go to New Zealand. I would love to go there. That It looks very cool and green. I <laughs> highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm like, one day I'll go there. That would be amazing. But yeah. I mean, because it's so not green out here. It's very deserty. So it's really, even going to like the East Coast, I'm like, look how green it is. It's so green. <laughs> so New Zealand's like the anti-Southwest. 
It's like it's <laughs> it's about as green. It's like Ireland. Like, well, it depends where you go actually, because like the North Island is insanely green, and that's when they filmed like all the hobbits and stuff, like all that like green mm-hmm. lush farmland. But if you go to the South mm-hmm. Island, it's actually more like Scotland. It's like kind of dry grassland and like big mountains. That's awesome, though. I'm like, it's cool. I would love it to is- go. I've, you know, what? I've only been to Mexico one time when I was younger. That is, and I drove there. You, you could just drive to Mexico from here. And I went with my parents, and I got sick. I got either you're not, you know, you got to be careful drinking the water. Mm-hmm. Um, like even with brushing your teeth, you have to be careful. And Oof. I think I, I either got sick from eating chicken on the side of the road, which is a possibility, <laughs> or brushing my teeth with water. And I like drove back puking in a bag, but I've been, I, that's the only place I've been to out of the U.S. I've never, and this is like back in the day where you could just like, I mean, I'm sure you could still drive over there, but from what I hear, you need a passport to drive over to Mexico. And that is not, that was not a thing when I went out there. Yeah, that was, I think they changed that in like 2010 or something like yeah. that. My, my wife said something along those lines. Like they, the first time she went there when she was younger, you didn't need a passport. No, you just drive right over. And I think like, in certain places like water is you're okay with walking over like i think that's oh, what i've I heard did, i uh i did that my wife and i did that recently went to because we live in san diego and our house is like a 20 minute drive from tijuana um, cool. so we just like we drove down parked the car at, like a shopping mall and then just walked across the border and went and had lunch and like some margaritas and like street tacos and stuff and yeah that's it's awesome. it's awesome and then just walked back over and you were fine yeah, we'll walk we'll back over and we were fine. Yeah. We're actually going to uh, Cabo in two weeks. So we'd be down in Mexico again. So nice. Yeah, I've never, I, I will eventually travel outside of New Mexico or the US. I've done, I've been outside of New Mexico, but I would love to travel. I want to go to Croatia and Amsterdam nice. and play in Japan and I'm all, and play music there. I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> Japan is like one day. Everyone yeah. wants, have you noticed that, Brandon? Like, whenever we ask people, like, where do you want to play? Almost everyone says Japan. Yeah. I had a friend play out there. This is before COVID. I know the restrictions are kind of weird now. And he said, you know, because it's like an island and they don't get a lot of music out there and a lot of touring bands. So, like, when my friend played out there, they brought, you know, their wives and everything. And they said with all the merch they sold the first night, they made all their money back. I was like, damn, because people are, like, so excited to see, like, live music. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like similar to like my husband used to live in Hawaii. He was said the same thing. He was like, you'd get like super stoked and everybody would go because nobody goes out there. That's, uh, that's what it's like in New Zealand and Australia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's so expensive to get there. So a lot of bands either don't come and if they do come, they charge a ton of money to recoup the costs. So when I moved to the U S from the, from Australia and New Zealand, uh, it blew my mind how many bands I can see and how cheap they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, except for God, what, 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 who was I looking at that I was like, "Fuck no, I'm not paying that." Oh, the Misfits show. <laughs> it oh, was the geez, Misfits yeah, man. With Tiger Army and um, Circle Jerks, I'm like, I literally just saw Circle Jerks for like twenty bucks, and they were selling their tickets for it was it's New Year's Eve in Vegas, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Holy Two, fuck!" For bucks. me, oh, it was insane. For my whole family to go, it was like seventeen hundred dollars, and I was like, "Just kidding." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So that's not cheap. Misfits doesn't make it cheap, <laughs> but that's, that's okay. <laughs> like, saw- but uh, yeah, there was that one band. Um, gosh, I can't not have to think of how to say the name. They're from Australia, and they just toured the U.S. Uh, is it Amy Lynn, Amalyn, and the Sniffers? Oh, uh, Amal and the Sniffers. Yes, they're yeah, fucking they, they're cool great. As hell, 
They're and cool. they were touring um, out here and they did they didn't come to nobody comes to New Mexico. That's the shitty thing about Albuquerque is like people will go to El Paso. They'll go to Denver and Phoenix. But and, you know, it's just like we're like kind of out of the way. So you really have to try to want to come out here to come out here. So a lot of like bands skip us, which sucks. But um, they came out and we were touring. And of course, they, they skipped Albuquerque, but they did go to Denver and Salt Lake City. So they, they did like a little tour, but they're cool as hell. She's awesome. She's cool. I've been following her band for a while, and I think they're so cool. Yeah, we uh we covered their last album on our site. We're uh, one of our admins is like a huge fan. Yeah, they um they're awesome. And then I hear it live, she's amazing, which I love because doesn't it really sucks to see a band you really like, and then they just fucking stand there. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like, do something. And obviously, I don't. You know, I have a mic, so me running around is a little bit easier to run around than with a guitar and like singing with a guitar. So I understand that. But I'm like, if you're literally just have a mic, you should be able to move and do something. So that's why I kind of, I try to move as much as I can <laughs> when I'm on stage. Cause I'm like, I don't want to just stand there and give a boring show. Like that's just, cause I don't do anything else. I just sing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, um, one time um, I, well, I have um, a silver tooth now because I moved so much that I hit my mic into my tooth and oh. I cracked it. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get like a root canal and everything. It was a big old mess. But now I have a silver tooth like a pirate, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> like it's kind of cool. So, I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of that's pretty punk. <laughs> I know it's like <laughs> either a missing tooth or a silver tooth. Yeah, it's punk rock. So that, but I literally because I I've hit my my mouth on my so I actually I probably am like the worst singer like compared to like you know having dealing with sound people because I use my hands to cover my mic mostly a lot to get like like make a shield between my teeth and the mic because if not I'll hit my teeth <laughs> <laughs> um Brendan did you have any other questions because we're coming up on time um how much turquoise jewelry do you own <laughs> zero <laughs> zero <laughs> I don't own any of it I'm like my grandmother used to have some and I just, that's not my style. No, <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> uh, I know it's a typical New Mexico thing, but I'm like, not me. <laughs> uh, and I, No, I'm good. I think we're good. Cool. Uh, I just have one more for you then. Um, for anyone who is listening, what, is there anything that you would like to sort of tell them to look out for or be aware of? Um, like, I know you have, you said you have some vinyl coming and you got the charity sampler. Anything else? No, I mean, we post on Instagram and Facebook. So we're pretty active on there. We also have a TikTok and that is, I don't fucking get that, but I post things, snippets <laughs> of our shows on TikTok. So that we don't really have anything else coming up. No, we have, um, like I said, the show in November, the record. Hopefully, we're on tour next year and can stop by and go close and, like, you know, place a couple different cities. But no, nothing else. Awesome. Nice. Well, in that case, thank you so much for coming on the show and for giving us your yeah. time. We, uh, it's great talking to you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, and for anyone listening, thank you for tuning in and we will be back next time with another guest. <laughs>